Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful video game from a specific point in their past. On the show, you might know we talk as much about what made playing that game special, what our guests enjoyed about it, and what they remember, as we will, about what was interesting uh, regarding the context of their life when they had this meaningful time with it. A little bit of housekeeping up top is that you can check us out and follow us on social media. We're on uh, both Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Instagram at callmebyyourgamepod. You can find us on Twitter at callmebyyourgame. But on Twitter, there's just one Y, so that's B-Y-O-U-R. Uh, and these links and anything that I'm referencing for plugs, you can find a link in the show notes so you don't even have to spell it out. You can just scroll down in your uh, podcatcher where you're listening and click a link. Um, and on social media, you can see the, uh, the what episodes are coming out every week, who our guest is, how to support them, what they've been up to, and also the fun recommendations that I have for the guest at the end of every show because uh, I have a lot of fun making those fun and sometimes silly. Uh, you can also support the show a few different ways. Uh, one is by rating and review us uh, in the Apple Podcast Store or wherever you get your podcasts. I just see the ones on Apple, so I will read those on the show. But if you leave one like on Spotify or somewhere else, uh, feel free to DM me about it and uh, let me know what you said and I'll read it on the show as well. I just can't see those. You can also share the show with a friend, whether they love video games in general or the game that our guest has brought on today. Uh, and lastly, you can check us out on Patreon. We're over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Uh, and what our Patreon is, it's, it's basically a place where we host all of our shows and we have a bunch of bonus video game content uh, weekly for you um, at, at every tier that we've got. Uh, and for this show, the my big contribution every month outside of the Games Club is I do a group uh, style episode where we sit down and talk about a meaningful game to uh, the panel of us. And coming up, uh, the, uh, the, the day before this came out, so it's already will be in your feed if you subscribe on Patreon, is an episode about Mother 3. Uh, so yeah, uh, be excited about that. And if you want to join our Discord, uh, there's a link in the show notes. Um, that's it for the housekeeping. And I can finally introduce our, our, our guest who's just been waiting so patiently. So please welcome to the microphone, Allie Phillips. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hey, you are so gosh darn welcome. Uh, what a joy it is to have you here today. Um, Allie, uh, I know you how I know the majority of the guests on the show, uh, which is through the Los Angeles improv comedy community. Um, and I've known you for, I want to say we met Gosh, I feel like I've kind of, I don't, I'll, I'll just come clean. Sometimes I have a specific meeting my guest story. Allie, I don't remember specifically meeting you, but I do remember, and it's also become so vague to me that I'm like, I sort of think like 2017, 2018 is maybe when like you first came within my field of vision. But um, can you enlighten me at all? Is there some, some wonderful friend story I'm just not thinking of, or is it the same for you? No, I think you were correct. I feel like it's, uh, <laughs> I feel like we have one of those friendships where we just like kind of just started seeing each other around mm -hmm. like a lot. And I don't know if we ever actually like had like an encounter where we were like, hi, nice to meet you kind of yeah. thing. It was just like, we just kind of knew it's such an interesting community where it's like some people you just immediately like know, and there's yes. no initial, um, there's no meet cute. It's just like yes. you know each other. <laughs> it's true. And I think even uh, – so there's those things where you you spend – like you were saying, you spend enough time around a person in a community, in different social circles, and you you both I think just decide like, oh, we are just going to say – just going to not have to do that. I've also encountered this other thing that happens where you've got like a few chances when you really, really don't know someone to break that ice but either you're not – it's there, the moment isn't right or you're like, oh, do I introduce myself to this person or do I just say good to see you the next time I saw them? <laughs> and um, I don't know. I was thinking about that this week, truly like going back in a social circle of people I haven't seen for two years. I was telling you about going to baseball practice and I had that experience of like I may have met this person two years ago, but I don't know. And uh, so at the end, I was just like, hey, uh, good to see you again. And we didn't have to deal with it. <laughs> So there's that. Uh, That's so who, amazing. <laughs> so who knows what it was like for us, Allie? Um, but I know you as just such a, a an amazing comedian, a wonderful improviser, actor, writer. Um, you do a lot of stuff. But 
outside of what I've maybe shared about you, uh, who are you? What do you want the listener to know? Is there anything you want to plug today? Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, comedy has been a huge part of my life for uh, a while now. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Let's see what else. I mean, uh, I guess something that like I mean, I feel like food has been a big uh, part of my life uh, recently. Give after getting diagnosed it? with celiac disease, yeah. uh, <laughs> so that's like a bi- become a big part of my identity uh, in a way that I never thought. Like, I, I think I, I grew up being one of those kids who would just eat anything and everything always, yeah. <laughs> and having to like navigate the world of celiac disease has been very interesting. Um, it's 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 tough. It's like it takes a big social hit, I feel like, yeah. because you can't like go out to dinner with people all the time and you kind of have to be a big advocate for yourself. Um, but it's 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 challenging. But it's I think it also has made me be like, oh, like if I can do this, I can like <laughs> get through other things. I guess. Truly. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's such an enormous challenge. I mean, even like when our team went to just like hang out for a couple hours the other night you were in the threat people were like hey oh can the gluten-free people eat here Allie are you gonna be okay and you're like well probably not and guys I'm kind of used to it at this point yeah it's it's I mean it's it's a bummer um especially like I, that and then like I love to travel traveling is yes. like a huge thing for me and um it's it's tough because there's some places like I really want to go to Japan but I genuinely don't know how to navigate that yet because um I'm in like a lot of like different groups for like traveling and it's one of the hardest countries to go to with celiac oh, disease. Wow. Um because they use soy sauce in literally everything. Mm, um dang. so it's it's tough because uh there's like some countries that are like very knowledgeable about it and then there's other countries where it's just like not a thing there really. Yeah. And so they don't know what cross contamination is and like things like that. So it's, wow. it's interesting. I learned a lot about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a, what a tumultuous relationship with food for you. Uh, but you, didn't you also say that Italy ended up being so much easier than you thought, or am I um, making that up? No, they are the celiac capital of the world. So, wow. um, they like almost like so many restaurants, they can do like the entire menu made gluten free. They take like extra precautions that like they don't even care about in the U S like separate silverware and separate like areas wow. to cook things. And, Um, but also like a lot of their food is just naturally gluten free, which is interesting. Like besides pasta and pizza and those things, they will always have a gluten free option for you, but like they don't put flour in sauces the same way they do here and like salad dressings and, um, marinades and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, it was really great to just be able to like relax and be able to eat pretty much whatever I wanted. (laughs) Ah, I love that. Uh, and I'm glad that that worked out so well for you too, considering what the majority of your food experience has been lately. Um, uh, so that's some fun stuff about you. Um, you are like, we are, we were talking about improv earlier. You're, uh, just a hilarious, amazing, super intelligent improviser. Like you're one of those, cause we've gotten to perform so much together, um, over the few years. I mean, we obviously kind of had like a, we had a two year gap where <laughs> COVID decided that our Herald team wasn't going to perform, but even before then, <laughs> We got to – we were on a couple – like maybe one team together but also with Mock and all that. I've gotten yeah. to see you perform so much. And something I've been picking up on lately is just how I feel like especially when the joke is yours, like when it's – when whether you're initiating a beat or a scene or you're trying to communicate something, I think something that I've just really grown to appreciate lately is how intentional – and or like deliberate you seem to be and intelligent with like your angle on something like I feel like you do so much processing and your your idea is often so clear on your initiation um so I don't know I get to just oh, see you a you. lot <laughs> you're welcome but I've gotten to like you know having not performed together for you know a couple of years and then now we've been back since I don't know practicing since September it's just been a little it's been fun to see that uh and reminded of like one of the reasons I like uh, watching you as your performer. But anyway, you perf- we perform together weekly uh, for the time being uh, on Harold Night at the UCB Theater <laughs> with Jet Set with plenty of uh, of our teammates. I think there's only – Joe and Anna are the only people 
who haven't been on this yet. Uh, so you're ahead of them as far as the yes. call me by your game curve. <laughs> but you're also on Wild and you have a weekly show. Uh, what or is it a monthly show? Uh, it is a monthly show. Yes, uh, we are. We just got extended, so we're congratulations. The, thank you. Uh, the second Sunday every month at uh, ten o'clock at UCB mm. Franklin, uh, and yeah, we bring on. Uh, two indie teams. You're actually playing our show the next uh, the yes. six months. So, uh, <laughs> everyone come to that show on February 12th. <laughs> I think it's the 12th. Um, yeah, I'm, we're, we're so excited to have y'all on and it's going to be, it's, it's really fun. We, um, put up, yeah, two indie teams, usually one that's a little, uh, greener and newer. Um, cool. and then one that's a little been around a little bit longer and, um, it's a fun time. It's been really, really such a joy to get to do that show. So. That's great. I mean, you guys, you all are so much fun. Uh, I know that um, Jess and Meg have been on the show in years past as well. And yeah, it's just, yeah, so funny, so willing to take swings and like, and just such wonderful hosts for the show too. Um, is there anything else you want to plug? Uh, we, we're going to do plugs at the end too, but anything you want to get out up top as well? Ooh, um, I feel like, yeah, I mean, Harold Knight, Wild. Um, um, I am going to be putting out a, a fun uh, music video soon <laughs> that I've been working on. So, uh, that's a par it's a parody uh, song, Ooh. but uh, I'm going to release it after finish shooting it later today. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so exciting! Uh, well, hey, we'll keep an eye out. We'll keep an eye out for that, <laughs> listener. Uh, maybe Ali will plug her socials later, and you'll know where to find that. Um, but uh, anyway. Uh, thank you for sharing about yourself and, and oh, plugging you. some fun stuff that you've been up to. Um, before we get into your just your your general history with video games, Allie, would you please call me by your game? Yes, uh, the game that uh, I am bringing to the table is Mario Party Two on the Nintendo sixty four. Uh, I'm so excited about this. Uh, peek behind the curtain for the listeners when Allie and I I just invited Allie on and. You threw out a few games as possibilities. I, I was like, ooh, a Mar you threw, I think generally said, oh, Mario Party would be fun. And I was like, oh, which one? And you ended up picking my personal favorite one. I don't yeah. even think it's considered to be the best, but it's the one I've played the most. It so is I love the it. best. <laughs> yeah, so uh, come at us, bros. Um, well, I'm really excited to talk about that a little later. But let's get into your general history of video games, Allie. Do you remember... Um, like the first time you took an interest in one, did you have games like growing up? I'm curious. Oh yeah, um, I I I feel like the Nintendo sixty four was probably one of my first uh, like um, consoles that I had. Yes. Um, besides like the the handheld like like the Game Boy, Game Boys and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Like I had like a Game Boy Advance and like those things, but um, the Nintendo sixty four was like the first one that I was like obsessed with. Like I. Um, me and my brother would play and like, we used to like have like big Thanksgivings and we, Ooh. it was just like, we'd have like, you know, the four controllers. I remember like there would be the like two controllers that came with the game. And then there's like these two chunky ones that were like the extended, <laughs> like the extended controllers, but they were also wireless. So it was like you, you got like either the like original one that was plugged yeah. in or that wireless one that was like. A big deal. I remember when the first like wireless ones wow. came out. <laughs> so pros and cons there. That's cool. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, I remember like I, uh, I feel like the Nintendo sixty four is just so classic. Like it's it's there's no bells and whistles. There's no like <laughs> it's just like four buttons and it it's it. I think it'll always be my favorite type of console. <laughs> yeah, it like it is truly my most nostalgic console and the one that remains the most special to me. And I can, you know, I, I am grown to learn a lot about it, uh, over the time, over time. And I know it's not the best, but like, it still really has my heart. So anytime someone like you is like, it like appreciates it too. I'm like, don't worry. I'm, I am on the same page as you for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like that. And I mean, like GameCube was also like, I do love GameCube. Yeah. I bought Ryan a Switch for his birthday last year, oh, which I nice. texted you about. You, you actually helped me uh, figure yes. out how to get it because I was like, I don't know. But um, <laughs> but we we've been having fun with it. And we did get the new Mario Party for that. I got him for uh, Oh, fun. Well. But I, I still like the N64 better. The Mario Party 2 still it's, my favorite. It's so good. <laughs> 
Um, well, you've, you've given me, given me so much to ask questions about. So I guess I want to start with, you know, with the N64 or maybe let's go, let's go to your handhelds. Like you remember having a Game Boy Advance. Um, do you remember any games that you would have had that, that stick out to you? Oh my gosh. I feel like there was probably Pokemon. Something yeah. Po- I feel like, I feel like Poke- that was the other, I was going to say Pokemon Stadium was, would be my other game for the N64. Oh, um, I love that but, one. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like I played a lot of like Pokemon games and I feel like I, I want to say I played like a Harry Potter one. Like They did have at least a couple. I think it was like the, um, the second one. Like, like the I Chamber think it of was Secrets? like specifically a game for that. Wow. <laughs> My gosh, that's so cool. I never played like I played uh I was a big Harry Potter kid. I played the first one on the PC, so there was like a computer game. It also was Oh on yeah, pl- I remember that one too. So good. Um I, then I played I think 2 and 3 on on the GameCube. Um but I didn't ever I didn't play any after that. Um but I didn't I missed the handheld one, so that's that's funny that you got into those. Yeah. Well, and that's what's fun with the Switch is like you can it's kind of like a new handheld version that like you can like, you know, take on a plane and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, it's, it's interesting that we've like come full circle back to that. Totally. Uh, I, yeah, I love, I mean, yeah, the switch is, I could talk about how great the switch is for a long time. It's, it's so cool. And there's so many ways you can play it. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, f- as far as the N64 goes, uh, outside of Mario party two, what other games do you remember playing on that thing? You yes, said Pokemon um, Stadium, which Pokemon is a Stadium, classic. which was probably one of my favorite games. Do you remember the also, mini games? Oh my god, the mini games were so fun. They were, they were like, so fun. Like I was a huge Pokemon head at the time, and I loved the Pokemon, like the actual like Pokemon game like stuff. But the mini games are are incredibly they were a, entertaining. A blast. They were such a blast. Yeah. Same with Pokemon Snap was also one oh, that I, I remember playing Snap. all the time, and I was like, this is so fun. Um, and you're really just taking pictures, but it's <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, I played a lot of, uh, like Mario Kart, obviously, cool. and, um, Super Smash Brothers was probably my favorite. Oh, um, wow. That was like the one we'd all get like heated about on Thanksgiving. And, uh, <laughs> do you remember your so favorite fun. character to use? On the ends. Okay. On the, on the GameCube version, I usually play with Marth, but on the. Wow. This is a, you're a true Super Smash Brothers player. <laughs> <laughs> But on the N64, I feel like I I think I would switch between Link and um I love Kirby. I yeah. feel like I feel like Kirby is just and Kirby's always gonna be one of my favorites. That was another game that was just like Kirby's like world or whatever, Ooh, where you would just like on the sixty four? Yeah, I think it was the sixty four. Yes, it was uh if it's the sixty four one it would have been uh uh Kirby and the I think the Crystal Shards or something like that. I think something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um Gosh, that's so that's so much fun. Uh, I could yeah, I could dive into any of this for a while. Uh, and oh gosh, I'm already just like, how into the weeds do I want to get on this stuff? <laughs> All I'll say is that you being a Marth player, um, I don't know if you would have had any. I've got Marth on the brain lately because <laughs> because. Um, <laughs> Marth and Roy, do you remember Roy from yeah. Smash as well? So they were from a series called Fire Emblem, which at the time of that Smash game coming out had never been released in the United States. So oh, they were these like cool sword anime guys that yeah. like really didn't fit in the Smash like the Nintendo aesthetic but were a huge property in Japan and then because people loved them so much or at least one reason because people liked them so much in the game they ended up finally releasing that series uh, in the U.S. Interesting. And uh, this game right here, you can't really see it. That's a that's a Fire Emblem game. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Marth is – I just – I kind of exploded there. So cool. So cool. Um, so cool. And do any other GameCube games stand out to you? Um, I know I play – I mean, I feel like it was a lot of um, – like the same games, but like the version for GameCube. Yeah, totally. Was a, it was like a lot of that. I'm trying to think if there's anything like different that I used to play on there, but um, I feel like I played like some Grand Theft Auto. Maybe I don't know if that was on. Did GameCube. you have a? Well, I, <laughs> I guess also had a PlayStation Two. I did have a lot of like. I was gonna say that that was a PS2 title, but yeah. like that, I was just gonna ask you if you had any other stuff in your history you wanted to share about that. And then I played a lot of um. 
uh, a lot of Call of Duty. Oh my gosh, I would have <laughs> never guessed. <laughs> I did play a lot of Call of Duty. I I don't. I think it was. I think it was Black Ops. One of the Black Ops. Yeah, ones was the like the specific one I had. And I would I would do I would like go play online. I do remember when I was like. In high school, I had a friend who was really into Halo. Oh, wow. And we would all just, like, kind of go go over to his place. And me and my other friend would just put the headset on. Like, we were the ones playing and oh, talk really? shit to all the other kids. <laughs> and I didn't play. I literally just went on to talk shit. And it was That's a whole fun. skill in itself. It is. And it was. And I'm like, honestly, it's hard to play and talk shit. Like, yeah. I think if you're going to do good shit talking, you got to just do that. <laughs> totally. someone else just play the game. That's so funny. Do you, I wonder, cause like that, those environments are so toxic. Oh I, yeah, like, it was. <laughs> I bet they, pro- there, I, cause I'm just assuming there was some problem, there was probably some like, uh, f- some kids getting extra upset because they were hearing like a girl's voice. A girl, voice oh exactly. And that's why I would have like my friend playing and they'd think yeah. it was me. And so it was, I was like, yeah. You just ruin their, ruin their, <laughs> ruin their uh, day. brains. Uh, that's so funny. Um, so throughout the years, um, maybe between you know that high school time and then and then leading up to the last few years, did you do any um, do any other games stick out? Whether you're playing at friends' houses, did you have anything else you wanted to mention? I would say uh, I was I was big into like The Sims and Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, so oh. those computer games were like I feel like a big part of my like childhood to like dude probably before high school. But oh, yeah, because like, you were you had a computer. Yeah, so I, I I was big into I had like all the Sims expansion packs, like yes. every single one of them, and then and then I loved Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a game I we've had a lot of Sims talk on this uh, on this show. Like we had Liz Adams came on and just talked to she just wanted to talk about the series, so we did. Nicole uh, uh, Viella was on and talked about The Sims 1, but nobody's talked about Roller Coaster Tycoon. Really? Yet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would have so assumed that that was like taken. More popular. Yeah. Someone um, is on deck to talk about Zoo Tycoon, which is a different thing. Oh my thing. gosh. The, the Zoo one. I forgot. Yeah. About that. Um, but what do you remember about Roller Coaster Tycoon? Um, I mean, I remember like I was, I loved Magic Mountain growing up. And oh, so I was just like, I thought it was really, I don't know, it was really cool to, like, build these parks and then have to, like, <laughs> it's, like, almost teaching you, like, how to run a business. Yeah. Like, you're like, well, I have to put a bathroom over here. Like, the sidewalks. I remember, like, being, like, if the sidewalk wasn't, like, lined up properly or something. And then, yes. like, they, they were, like, I can't get to the hot dog stand. And they would just be kind of, like, walking like this, the, the the like players in that game that they like the humans walking around were like so dumb. Yes. But, uh, so you had to like really like like put signs so people knew what was over there. Or, yeah. Like, but it would be really funny when people get lost or whatever. Or they're, they're just like you leave it on and see if you like m- were making or losing money, and there'd just be like a bunch of trash half the time, and you're like, yeah. you gotta buy trash cans. And <laughs> it's like, how many hands do we have to hold to make this place work? Yeah. Uh, and- I know some people like I never I never did this, but like you could like build your own roller coaster piece by piece, or you could just like put the whole thing in. And sure. like the people who would like build like an actual roller coaster, I'm like, wow, I wonder like what they're doing now. Like, are they <laughs> making yeah. this for real? Like, <laughs> gosh, truly, like did you must have had some actual world like real world skill there or patience yeah, to learn? It was yeah, I was like absolutely, I don't have time for this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing. Did you, I mean, this is, this is in the weeds. If you don't remember, it's okay. Uh, do you remember if you ever like named a theme park that you had or is that too far back? I mean, I definitely did. I, but I feel like I probably just like, like, I feel like I named him like, instead of like six flags, I'd be like seven flags or (laughs) something like Nice, dude. I don't think I had any like cool names of theme parks. Yeah, uh, just curious. That's that's so much fun. Um, now, from I guess the, one of the I only really have one more question uh, for you, um, and that is, uh, do you, in the last few years? I know that you even said like you know Ryan has a Switch now that I'm sure you get to play if you'd like. Have any new games stuck out to you that like have been uh, interesting? Hmm. Um. 
I don't know. I feel like I'm one of those people who like has their favorites and just goes back to yep. their favorites over mm-hmm. and like when we bought the Switch, we really just bought like all the games that we like already had for GameCube or whatever. Yeah. So it was like cuz I feel like during the pandemic we got back into GameCube and we were like, yeah. "Okay, like we're going to play uh, I remember like you asking like about that and I didn't know you ended up getting one. Yeah, we um I well I think I actually took my old one from my Great. parents' house. Good. Uh so I was like, we we got back into that, but then when we got the uh, switch, I really like <laughs> rebought like the same games that yeah. we had just for the switch. So yeah, we played a lot of um, a lot of Mario Kart and yes. Mario Party, and um, I know we're going to get Luigi's Mansion at some point. That's like been Ooh. on our list of of a game. I haven't played it, but I'm like, I need, I need, I need to for the switch. <laughs> yes, that one. Is, is it not good? Is it it's, good? No, it's, I think it's amazing. I think it's one of the best games on the Switch. It's so charming. It's so fun. Uh, have you played the one on the GameCube? No. Oh, man. Uh, I have it if you'd ever like to borrow it. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, and it's great. That one, I think, is it's more challenging in some ways, but it's so much. It's actually a much smaller game. Um, oh, cool. But they're both really great. Uh, had there, I guess I'll add another question on. Um, you, I'm sure you've got like double dash on the switch, but, uh, what, 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 or sorry, GameCube. Um, since you have a GameCube, uh, what are games you have on that still? I, I, I super smashed it. Yes. I think I like took like all, like literally just like different like levels of those games. Yeah. Do you have a Mario party for, for GameCube? I think so. I think I have like Mario party like five or six, yeah. like one of those ones. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I don't, I feel all like good. I like, I think my parents have like all of them. Oh, one that I had that I kept playing was uh, Super Monkey Ball. Yes. Amazing game. <laughs> I remember that one. I like started playing again during the pandemic with all the bananas and I was like, it's hard. It's hard. It's I love, I enjoy that. I got that this summer, uh, as well, because I have a problem of collecting retro stuff on occasion, and I wanted that for a while, and I got it. It's it's great. Um, I love it. It's so I, fun. I'm, there's many more questions I could ask you, um, but before we head into our break, is there anything you didn't get to mention about your history with games at all? Um, I don't think so. I think I, yeah, I feel like I, I went through computer, Nintendo... Yeah. Call Great. of Duty. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> sick. Just want to make sure there were no regrets uh, left on the table. Or there would be no regrets. Um, well, Allie, thank you so much for sharing about your general history with games. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about all things Mario Party 2. So I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Of course, here with Allie Phillips to talk about Mario Party 2. Allie, hello. Hello. Um, Like I told you before uh, we started recording, before we hear about your personal history with the game, I'm going to do some table setting and talk about the game history and context for this. Uh, But again, like I said, if you want to jut in at any time, please do. Love it. Golden. So here we go. Mario Party 2 is a 1999 party video game developed by Hudson Soft and published by Nintendo for the Nintendo 64. The second game in the Mario Party series, it was released in Japan in December and worldwide in 2000. Uh, The game received mostly positive reviews, uh, who praised the improvements they made to the original, uh, the multiplayer and minigames, but criticized the lack of originality, while graphics received a better uh, but otherwise mixed response. Mario Party 2 features six playable characters, Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Yoshi, Wario, and, who I've been using a lot lately, Donkey Kong, uh, from the Mario series, and the original Mario Party, uh, who can be directed as characters on various uh, themed game boards. 
Uh, the objective is to earn the most stars of all players on the board, and stars are obtained by purchasing from a from a toad that will be just on the map somewhere, which you, of which you need twenty coins for. So you're collecting coins to collect stars, uh, and yeah, you're playing on a board. You're rolling dice to see how many spaces you get to move. There are uh, items you can collect or buy to allow you to either roll more dice or go through a specific door. Um, and each turn in the game, after all four players go, is uh, followed by a mini game, which uh, you earn more coins or stuff in them. Like really just coins, actually. <laughs> um, and uh, lastly, that I have here, Mario Party 2 was followed by Mario Party 3 in the year 2000 uh, and was later re-released on the Wii Virtual Console in 2010 for the Wii U Virtual Console in 2016. And finally, on the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack in, two, in 2022 is what I almost said. Um, uh, content for Mario Party 2 was remastered as a part of Mario Party Superstars for the Nintendo Switch uh, in 2021. Um, is Mario Party Superstars the one you have with like the old games and boards and stuff? Do you know? On, for Switch? On the Switch? Uh, I don't think so i think it's, it's the names are so similar yeah. there's mario party superstars and super mario party <laughs> <laughs> no they just switch where they put super i don't think i i think i have the um i don't think i have the superstar one gotcha um just sort of sort of curious well um and just in case you weren't aware if you guys i don't know if you have switch online but if you do the one with the nintendo 64 which i think is like Forty dollars for the year, oh. you get you could play Mario, the original Mario Party two on your Switch. Oh, um, very yeah. cool! I did not know that. Yes, as of uh, as of November, um, we did our little network here. We did a series of men's health uh, like fundraiser sort of charity streams in November, where we would uh, stream us playing Mario Party two online and yelling at each other <laughs> and raising donations uh, for like prostate cancer and and all that um it was a it was a blast but oh it came God. like truly like the day before we were gonna start oh my gosh yeah um anyway uh ali is there anything uh any bullet points you think are important to add about the game itself before we get into your history and context with it oh um i mean one one thing that i remember like really stood out to me was like that you got to earn a board in this one. Like you had to like oh, play yeah. a certain amount of times to get um, Bowser land. Like I remember yes. like in one of the games, if you landed on the thing, it would flip the whole board or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then like, I think once you won a certain amount, then you could just play that land. And I remember it was like yes. such a like reversal of like, like, oh, it's the hell version or whatever. <laughs> it's like, a yeah, um, but I, I thought that was very fun. <laughs> It was that's such an I'm glad you brought that up uh, because on our speaking of the streams I was I was talking about on the last one we did we had just unlocked Bowser Land and when you do that for the first time you have to play that board yes and I thought it was going to be really punishing it had, actually it's ended really up being fun. like it's great and because some of them like I mean I love I again love this game but I could get nitpicky about some of the boards but I was just surprised that it was so good yeah. Um, Oh, the last thing I think that maybe we should include is um, that depending on the land you choose, your the characters the will go and change into yes, cute costumes. I love the <laughs> costumes; they're so cute. Um, they they're just so cute, and and then there's always a cut scene at the end of uh, the match yes. that is determined. Like the theme is determined by the board. So if you're in the the cowboy land or western yes. land, uh, you get in like a quick draw shootout. Yes. With Bowser. And then I know um, there's like the haunted, like haunted one. Yes. And then uh, the pirate one, you got to like, I think you would sword fight and it would yes. show that you that you would win. Um, oh, the, the magic one was the spell. Like you had your back and then you would cast the spell. Yes. Uh, was that, was that mist? No, it's not mystery land. Mystery land, you're in like safari outfits, I think. Uh, but there yes, is the, there is the it. one where you're wearing like wizard hats yes. and, and stuff. Yes. I love that um, one. <laughs> yeah, so like it's such a small detail that has, I, I think, genuinely almost no impact on the game itself. No, it but was I just love like a the, fun I love bonus. it. Yes. Um. So you know, getting into uh, your your discussion of your personal history, is this a game that you remember 
like getting or was it just one of those that was around as a kid? Um, I think I don't remember exactly like when we got it, but I remember we would me and my brother would just play it for like hours and hours and hours. And it was just it quickly became like my favorite game to like like I'd come home from school and just be like, oh, I can't wait to play like Mario Party. (laughs) Oh, that's so much fun. Um, Do you like so you and your brother would end up playing a lot. Um, That's. That's so much fun because this game I find I it, it's the best case scenario is playing with four real people mm-hmm. but all, you especially as a kid like you might not have enough controllers or there could just be two of you right. so you're playing against the computer which like there is almost nothing that can bring a group together than a facing a, a computer that's like seems to be just cheating or winning <laughs> all the time um, does any of this sound familiar to you or? Oh yeah. I would get so frustrated when the computer players <laughs> would get all the stars or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah. no, like this is like, it's like, cause it, yeah. I mean, I guess like as someone who goes to Vegas a lot too, like, <laughs> like when I hate, like, I hate how, like one of my biggest beefs with Vegas right now is that they like stopped doing as many like table games and everything's electronic now so like craps was like my favorite game to play at a table because it's like you play off the energy and then um now it's like all these like individual crafts machines and stuff so you're not even like playing with anyone and then also i'm like these are all rigs like it's all you know it's like just playing with a computer and it reminds me of uh video games where you're playing against a computer god and specifically i feel like Mar- the Mario Party series uh, and this one, like I play, I this was one of my most played games last year uh, for both the stream, but also it just became something that I would get friends to play. And it, what has become fun for me in my older, wiser years uh, was something that was so frustrating, which is it. Oh, it seems rigged because yeah. so often there, there's a lot of luck and chance to Mario Party. In fact, I would say it's like eighty percent luck and chance yeah i mean you uh, could win every mini game and that's where like the skill comes in but winning the actual yeah. game is like oh is the star gonna be put right next to me like <laughs> yes like or do you you know when you're getting close to the star with enough coins are you gonna land on one of the spaces that throws you back to the star right oh the computer they they landed on a uh, an innocuous a space box. seemingly <laughs> that yes that oh it's oh a box pops up and it's a star in oh, it so wow yeah. So it's one of those things that it makes it so much, at least for me personally, and I've already made this episode about me, uh, <laughs> that I like playing with a group of friends because even if one of them is landing on that or getting incredibly lucky, I can still be happy for them Absolutely. and like find that fun and joy um, as opposed to the computer where I'm like, everyone's like, fuck Mario, <laughs> get him out of here. Um, yeah. So what like... Um, what do you remember about the game? We've talked about a lot of details so far, but what sticks out to you when you think about it? Um, I, I mean, the maps is the first thing I like always remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I, I really, I loved a lot of the mini games in this one. Like I thought yeah. there was a lot of really fun ones and some of them were like so simple. And then there yes. was like certain ones that took me years to crack. Like there would be like, I remember there being one that I just like, didn't know how to do it and I never like mm. I didn't like look it up or anything I would just be like oh I hate this one and I would immediately just lose right away <laughs> and then once I figured out how to do it I was like oh this is a fun one and I remember one of them being that game where like you had to climb up like very very quickly yes. and I, you had to press like A and B like very quickly like at the same time or something Yeah, and for whatever reason like <laughs> could not figure it out <laughs> like when we first got the game and I yeah. just was so bad at it. And I was like, I would just yeah. immediately like the water would take me and I would be like, okay, well, that was fun. I know I know that that's the game where you're all on the ship and it gets hit by yes. a cannonball. Yes. Um th- you know, to to be fair though, there are like some games that y- it's nice when you before you even get into a mini game, you can do a practice. Right. Which is great especially for newcomers. Um and then you can also uh sort of sift through the controls and the instructions, but Sometimes they're still not totally clear. clear. Yeah. Like, 
I, there's a chance that you know you thought it meant press A and B alternatively. That's what I was doing for the longest time, and I was just like, yeah. oh, "Okay, I guess like because it would it would do like the I don't remember if they had like the plus or if it was just like it it would just say like A A B repeatedly or whatever, and you're yeah. just like together or separately or whatever, and like yeah, I think I just got too frustrated to even like bother practicing it or trying to figure it out. I would just be like, "Okay, this one's a wash." Like, <laughs> yes, I'll wait for the hexagon one where I can just like the fires come in and you just run to the <laughs> yes oh my gosh the, the jump rope one was another one that i loved the 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 matches that we're doing yes jump rope and, it, and it would go really fast and i was like this is fun that one is such a fun timing based one mm-hmm. uh that you just need to keep an eye out for when it because it'll speed up yes. and then it'll slow down like it's treacherous yeah um but you you yeah you bring up like you're reminding me of memories that i have too which something that's happened recently um uh like depending on the type of game that you get, like there there are certain one on three games that feel super weighted towards either the oh, yeah. single person or the group. Like one that I think is almost impossible to win as the single player is the crane yes, one. I was gonna say the crane one where they struggle to get out because it's so slow and you only yes. have like a minute and like yep. if you drop one person like once, you're done. Like there's no yeah. you can't physically get it. It's it's so frustrating. I think what's the most frustrating part to me has become like, I think I learned and I, someone listening probably knows better than me, but the way it works, cause what I would do is when you're the single player using your crane, I would be, you know, right above someone, you press the button to drop it. I would, once it got them immediately start, you know, cause you have to tap A yeah, to, to, to keep hold on them. To it. I found out that if you start doing it, then you'll drop them. You have to wait till the crane gets to the very top like as it's about to move. Oh my gosh. So, which is so frustrating because then it's like, oh, well then they could just, if I don't time that right either, right. they could wriggle free. They it's, can wriggle free. And it's yeah, like, there's, oh, it's But so it's great tough. as if you're one in the group yeah. though and you're like, okay, we're winning like, this right, one. We got this. Yeah. And, um, and then this, I have the same thing though when you would play like on a team with a computer player and sometimes they would uh, just decide to be bad and not know how to do yes. the game. Like specifically like the facelift ones or things like that where you you like <laughs> fix it and you're like, this is good. And then they come in and like wreck it and you're just like, they're, and you're just like, how? Like, how are you doing this? Like, yeah. why? <laughs> or like, yeah, you could be in like a, a one where you're racing and it's two of yes. you. Or do you remember the. The one where you're in the submarines and you're torpedoing targets. Yes. They could, because that's they, the, all the ones with like the maneuvering teamwork. Yes, they can mess It's like suddenly you they're up. not elite anymore. Right. And you're like, you, you're winning though. Like, how are you so bad? Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you, you know, speaking of mini games, like you and Mex, you mentioned the hexagon one. I think it's called Hexagon Heat. Yes. Um, I love that one. What are some other favorites for you that stand out? Oh man, I uh, I did pull this up because I was like, yeah, I was like, I gotta remember exactly. I remember <laughs> I love the bumper balls one, and oh my gosh, I that's a classic. It's a classic. Um, the um, I remember the totem pole pound one being very fun where you have Ooh, to like yes. flip in the air, and the platform one where you have to like you. I felt like that one could be challenging, but yeah. if you like, it was one of those ones I remember like the first time I like got it, I was like so proud of myself, and I was just Wait, like, is that the the one where you're running across the platforms like, in the sky? Or? Yes, you're in the sky and you have to like jump to different things and then some of them would disappear yes. at certain times or whatever and you would just be like, okay. Like, um, I remember, I, I, I do remember the one that I thought was like pretty tough too was the skateboard one. Like, and I yes. don't remember why it was difficult. I just remember being like so frustrated by it. <laughs> it's like, I feel like, I mean, you know, I've been playing this game since I was a kid and I have been mashing buttons since I was a kid. I've got like a, we- I'll hold the controller weird because I know how to do it fast for me. Yes. And that one, there will be certain times where I really struggle, like, because you have to hit that thing so fast to not get caught yeah. by that giant boo. Yes. So fast. And then you got to jump too. So. Yeah. And I, 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 I feel like I, that was a, that was a tough one. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, then did, did you have another one you were gonna mention? Sneak and snore was fun. It's it's like I I that's one of the ones I hate actually. <laughs> it's yes. kind of I like I still suck it's, at it. It's I mean it's it's essentially just like red light green light pretty much. Yeah, but uh, it's it's like it was like a tough one that you just kind of like your timing just had to be there because like yeah yes absolutely. Um, 
I feel like there is one more specifically I was looking for that. Um, there's there's some tricky ones too. Do, did you have it? Um, the oh one that was very tricky for teams was the lumberjack one because if you're if you were paired with the computer who just like <laughs> took their sweet sweet time, you just it was so frustrating. Yes, so frustrating. Awful, because you're timing that back and forth with the button presses. Yep. Um, one that then there's some that don't even don't always feel fair, but that still make me laugh. Like there's the one where you're in the air. I think it's shy guy says where you're in the air with a balloon. Oh yeah, it's holding the you Simon up and he says shoots one. you. <laughs> yes, I even though. I still struggle with that one because he fakes you out after a certain point. Right. I still – it's – and this is – I think what I like about this game is what I like about the game in general is that it will elicit just crazy laughs because there's no re- – like I don't know what it is. It's just so fun to laugh at my own – I like laughing at my own demise or when someone screws up. Right. And so this is one of those where I don't even care when I lose because it's such a – Everyone else is having so much fun, sort of thing. Yeah, that one's a that one's that one's very fun. Yeah. Um, as far as you had talked a little bit about uh, or mentioned, you know, playing this with your brother or coming home after school. What are some? Can you? But as we sort of get into the context a bit, can you do a little scene painting for me on like where your N sixty four was set up oh, at yeah. your house, what the room was like? Um. Yeah, so we I remember we had it in our uh like family room which yeah is I think now is our living like we switched it to our dining room now. So it was like but gotcha. I remember like it used to be like our family room when we were kids and um it would we had like um like a like a cutout kind of thing like where you could uh-huh. fit like a hutch and there would be like the oh. game or the Nintendo would be like set up in there and then we would just sit on the floor like we didn't yes. even got to be close to that console close to the TV I think I had a be- yeah. I think I had a beanbag trailer at one point oh, that I would wow. like pull over and I would sit on that and play it cuz beanbag chairs were cool right there yeah they were they were cool I saw a friend uh, maybe I wonder if it's someone we both know. I don't remember who it was though. Who recently ordered a beanbag chair and ordered one that was like took up the huge one, way too much space. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, they have like I, I I've like seen the ones now that are just like gigantic, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is like a couch. Like, <laughs> yes, they're crazy. Um, uh, that's that's so much uh fun. And you're you're a Southern California kid, so that was that was down here. Yeah. Um, what uh what are some like do you have any specific or broad memories about playing this together or after school or anything that you want to share about that time? Yeah, I I mean I remember like like literally running home and just like wanting to play it and but then yeah. it but then it became like anytime we got in trouble that was the first thing that my parents would like take away from us was like you know what yes. I mean it was like oh. they knew they knew that this was like the thing we wanted so like if we got yeah. in trouble or like weren't allowed like we had to do our homework before we could play kind of thing and of course yes always and so I would always try to do my homework at school um <laughs> yeah so it would already be done <laughs> um yeah. and I yeah I just remember like I'm trying to remember like if I had a lot of friends who were like into playing it or not because sure, I feel like yeah. it was mostly like me and my brother were very into it and I feel like I would play with his friends more and then oh interesting and then my cousins when they would like come out would play it and um yeah because I, I and then I don't remember if I had like a lot of like girlfriends who were like into video games as much as I was yeah but like we also had like another family that we would do like Thanksgiving with every year and they had three boys and so they would all come over and play it with us too. So Oh my gosh, that's that's so much fun. Uh like even today, like so much of what makes gaming special to me is just the people who you spend the time with when you do it. Um and I'm because I'm mostly a solo gamer now. I like to play a lot of single player stuff, but I think my best memories at least a good chunk of them are from spending time. So even those like loose memories from when we were kids, they're so there's something so special about yeah. it. Um, I I like. Do you have? Was it mostly like uh, these like you know sort of like broad general memories, or do you have any specific memories of any like 
any like a wild time do you remember ever getting really mad playing this game i remember were there any close getting, calls not with i don't think with this game i mean i would get very frustrated like yeah. if i didn't <laughs> win every time but specifically i remember like super smash would cause so many fights like oh, i remember that yeah. one being the one like when my cousins were over i i remember being very good about it and like being like yeah. oh hell yeah but i remember um <laughs> i just remember um my cousins and my brother being so mad when I would win. Like, they yeah. would just be like, you're cheating, you're cheating. Because I remember specifically, too, we would, like, sometimes that, like, that um, the yellow stick in the GameCube one that, yes. like, you would have to be, like, sometimes, like, okay, like, no one's allowed to use that this time or whatever. Cause oh, was, interesting, like, yeah. Um, but for the most part, I I do remember, like, being pretty good. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you were just you were on your best behavior and good at the game. But uh, Ryan beats me at like Mario Kart now all the time, and I like I'm just like not as good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know we've uh, we've we've lost our touch uh, as we've matured. Um, that's really fun. Well, is there any anything about you know the game in general or the context that you didn't get to share that that you want to bring up today? Uh, anything, I'm sorry, anything specific about... Um, whether it's about, like, the game itself, whether it's mm. a detail, or, like, uh, anything about, you know, your experience with it. Um, oh, man. I do, I, I, I really did love those little scenes that they would do at the end. And I think, yes. I think my favorite <laughs> yes. part of this game specifically is just, like, the attention to detail of like yeah. giving the characters like costumes and stuff I thought was such a fun mm -hmm. touch. And then like um, even like the they had like specific mini game things like where you could um, like I remember like the haunted one had like a coffin where you could get like the extra prize and stuff. Yes. And I think that it was really cool that they had like specific ones for each board. Like, so it was like based on what board you had, like the, yeah. like there would be like, yeah, the draw for like the cowboy one would happen, like where you'd stand back to back yes. and it would be like whoever draws first. And like, I just, I like themed stuff. I, I think it's fun. Yeah. It felt like it was, it felt like it was a party. <laughs> Ooh, I see what you did there. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I think that that's why that one like stuck out to me so much was I was like, it's just yeah. like fun. I, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because it's something that I also really appreciate about the game. Even at the, I think the start screen, it starts with like curtains from a play being yes. played Yes, and I think that's probably also what kind of like drew me to it, you know, being performers. Like I just like, yeah. I, I like, I just that of all the like games I've played, I feel like that one always stuck out to me the most. And I probably played this the most like, yes. Um, and I think a big part of that was just like being like, Oh, like certain maps would draw me towards them. Like, which one do you, which one did you not like? Which maps did you not like? Like me personally, yeah. I think there's ones that I like less. Like the, I'm trying to remember, uh, I think it's the, the, the pirate one. I think I don't like that one as much because there's that bridge you have to cross to get to the other side. Oh, yeah. And if one person – there's a lot of stuff like this throughout <laughs> the game. But if one person hits like a question mark space, then the cannon shoot knock everybody off. Yes. So you almost – you spend – I feel like I spend most of that map even trying to cross that one right. bridge. Right. And so I would say I, the reason I don't like it is just because I'm like, well, let me see the rest of the map. I don't mind that those are there. Just maybe half of them would be yeah. okay. Yeah. I do also um, think that, um, like, it's something that I found interesting playing the one on yeah. uh, the, um, uh, the, like, the new one I have versus that one was the new maps, like, you can go around the entire map, like, so many times that, like, yeah. you can get, like, 15 stars or whatever versus, like, I feel yeah. like that game, like the maps were big and you, it yes. would take time to like get the star. So I feel like yeah. earning a star felt, um, significant bigger. Yeah. It just felt like I was accomplishing. Something. Yeah. <laughs> That's something that I also, cause I think we have the same one for the switch super Mario party. It don't get, it's a, it's a fun Mario party. It, it does the job, yeah. but I've shared the same criticism and that I have more 
I remember not liking it for other as much for other yeah, reasons too. Yeah, the maps too, just like aren't as fun. They're so boring. There's like no. It seems like no uh, inspiration. No, with them. it's just like they all look the same. But then it's like, oh, this one has like lava, and this one has like not lava, or like yeah, you know there's what I like mean? water. Like, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I am with you. Like I, I do appreciate that about the older games. And sure, some of them I'm like, uh, maybe they're like a little too big. But I, I would prefer that yeah. to what there was one that, the, that would stress me out because it, it, you, it was like so hard to get anywhere. I feel like, but there's yeah. even that. That's the case with like this one of the new ones that we have too. Is like, um, sure, with like the pineapple. Is that the there's like. Oh, I haven't played that one in, in oh my God. a few years now. It's it's <laughs> it's wild. It's it's wild because like you just like physically can't get places unless you land on the question mark at the right time. And I'm like, that's hard. I'm like, this is so stressful. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm rolling a dice here. Like, come on. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess you you had also mentioned one other thing I want to touch on was the how the mini games would be or some of the mini games like the item uh, mini game and the dual mini games. Yes. I'm, those ones would be specified towards the stage you're on. And I really love – it's a small touch, but I, I love that. And I also like – like I like the coffin one because I can like follow yeah. the coffin around. But then there's others – like the one where you have to build up your hammer yes. and hit the thing where I'm I'm so bad at Oh, it. I'm so bad at that one too. I would always be like, please yeah. don't let me get the hammer. Please don't let me get the hammer. Yes. Uh but man, I I do love those little touches. Like I was saying earlier, oh, there's almost no uh, like gameplay uh, effect that it has. And actually, you bring up you reminding me of this is actually showing that there are a few things that change based on the board and in the gameplay itself, outside of how you move around. Right, um, Ali, this has been so much fun to just you know share the really share this with you, and thank you for letting me share so much today. Uh, oh, thank you. This was yeah. so fun. Um, but is there, I guess, would you just like put a bow on whatever place this game, uh, held for you? Like just tie it up for us? Um, I would say, yeah, this, I feel like this game really reminds me of my childhood the most. Like it kind of just encompassed like everything that got me, like I feel like I didn't really get into video games until I played this game and it made me just like feel like I could like I don't know like it it was almost like playing a board game but also getting to do all these like little mini games at the same time is just so fun and yeah it's a great it's a great time for everyone and it's it feels like you're playing multiple games at the same time which is something I appreciate about it yeah I love that uh thank you and and truly sometime with like we've we got to play this together yes. uh and get whether it's another couple of people over or play online someday um but uh, before we go, um, I'll lead us into a couple of post-show segments I have for you uh, based on you bringing on Mario Party for 2 for us to discuss. Uh, the first of which uh, is the Fact Me by Your Game segment. And that's just where I'm going to share a couple of fun facts with you about this game. Um, these can be anything from Easter eggs to development history, cheat codes, um, any sort of fun stuff like that and i've pulled these from a great uh a, a youtube channel i pull from a lot called did you know gaming they have a whole mario party episode um but uh the first one i have titled lawsuit up mario <laughs> uh now i don't know if you ever played the first one but uh mini games used to in the in the original one uh there was a lot of mini games that involved uh rotating the control stick around really fast oh. and that would not only like destroy controllers quickly or a lot that would speed up the process of that but people it was hard to just use your thumb to do that so kids and people would use like the middle of their palm Interesting. and long story short um this ended up causing i guess blisters for some people and so <laughs> On the center of your uh, hand yes Ow. and so around uh over a hundred complaints were received by the new york attorney general's office and Nintendo of America eventually agreed to a settlement, which included providing gloves for injured players. Uh, like, so there's these gloves you can Google. There's like a specific Mario Party glove to put on your hand for this mini game. Oh my uh, gosh, that's so and, funny. Uh, I guess they also had to provide the uh, seventy-five thousand dollars in like legal fees uh, for blisters. Yes. Wow. Um, and that's wild. It's crazy. So I guess uh, – so the, and so because of that, this was for the first game, 
that's why there's no mini games like that in Mario Party 2 is because that all happened in that short period of time. Uh, the uh, the second fact I have for you, uh, I have titled Pop Gun for the West. Uh, now, occasionally uh, in the Mario Party series, there have been regional differences uh, in, for, in the game's releases. Uh, and in Mario Party 2, at the cutscene, which you talked about at the end of Western Land, uh, Bowser faces off with the winning character in a quick draw duel, as we've already discussed. The Japanese version of the game um, actually has them having actual revolver guns, while the inter- the version we play, the international version, they're like little pop toys, which actually I always thought made it funnier yeah. that Bowser loses yeah. <laughs> because of that. Do you like? Uh, but yes, yeah, so like crazy. Um, but yeah, th- in fact, you talked about the scenes earlier. One detail I want to share is one of my favorite parts about that is Bowser's always terrorizing some Koopa. Uh, and then finally the hero shows up. But before you see the hero, who the hero is, you just see a silhouette. Yes. And the Koopa always says something along the lines of, it's you. It's, yeah. And and then there's always the dramatic reveal of who actually wins. And it's so cheesy, but I love it it's so, so much. It's so, it's, I love it. It's so, it's so cheesy, but it's, it's perfect. Uh, um. Uh, but that that is it for the Fact Me By Your Game segment, and I will lead us into the final one, uh, the game recommendation segment. And Ali, this segment is my forced call, uh, tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Name, where I'm going to treat Mario Party 2 like your passionate summer Italian love that you're eventually uh, uh, going to you know not be with, and you're going to need to find a new fling. So each of these uh, th- recommendations all have something in common with Mario Party 2 that I, I hope one of them will stick for you. Um, uh, the first of which is if you like the chaos of Mario Party, it, but you would rather play it in a Hunger Games-style arena Ooh. where people get eliminated round by round, I'll recommend Fall Guys. Have you heard of Fall Guys? No, but it sounds perfect for me. It, it's an absolute blast. It's more of like – I would just – it as more of like a platforming video game so if you're i mean if you're comfortable with the one in mario party 2 where you're jumping on those platforms in the sky you're gonna be fine um this is available on switch and most of my recs i'll tell you i don't expect people to get them but but i actually think you might like this one um yeah you play these little bean characters who run around and you get eliminated round by round and at the end of like five or six one person wins oh that's Uh, fun i played this a lot during the pandemic in 2020 specifically. And I was in a Fall Guys commercial last year. That's so funny. Yeah. I turn into a, I'm a construction worker who turns into a Fall Guy. Uh, So that's your first recommendation. I'm going to write these down. So I have. Uh, Oh, perfect. Um, uh, The guest is doing what I always hope, writing down the recommendations. Um, So that, yeah, that was Fall Guys. The second one is if mini games and laughing are your bag, uh, but you don't need the board game uh, aspect of it, I'll recommend WarioWare Smooth Moves for the Wii. <laughs> now, this is a game War- starring WarioWare. Where? W A R E. And Smooth Moves yeah, smooth is moves. the. This is a game made for the Wii. I don't know if you know the WarioWare series. It's it's a great series. Um, where there are these like micro games that you play that one person plays truly in like five or six seconds. Like the screen will pop up. And the classic one, and they'll be like, it, the word will say pluck, and you'll see like a big nose and some hair, and use your like cursor to just like pluck the hair. If you don't do it, you fail. If you do it, you succeed. But anyway, oh my gosh. there are these silly comical games that Wario, he's like a game developer, he makes. <laughs> and the one I like about the Wii is that you use the Wiimote, so there's motion oh. stuff with it. Um, and so that's your second one. And finally, Allie. If you like ruining friendships like Mario Party can do, but you would rather ruin relationships like your uh, the the mar- the marriage that you're a part of, <laughs> the the spousal agreement that you've been a part of since September 25th. Yeah. Oh, I still got it. Actually, it, I do have your. This is this means something, but oh, I've got your got your thing right here. I love here. it. Um. Anyway, not important. But if you would rather ruin relationships. I'd recommend playing Overcooked 2, which is a game you can get on Switch. Uh, and it's too. it's a really chaotic cooking game where you have to work with people. You have to do – there's a lot of shouting. Wait, I think I've played this once. Maybe. It's pretty – it's been around for years now, but it's it's 
it's really popular one, uh, and I heard it's it is ch- challenge. It's it's a challenge. You have and people you, get you to fulfill the orders, right? Like in the kitchen or yes. whatever. Yes, I love this game. I have to buy oh, it. Oh, perfect. Um, it. so uh, I'll I'll just recap for us today. The three game recommendations were Fall Guys, WarioWare Smooth Moves, and Overcooked Two. That'll do it for the game recommendations, and that will actually bring us to the end of the show. So, Allie, before we uh, go today and plug whatever you want, thanks again for doing this with me. This is so much fun. Thank You're you. one of my favorite people, and I'm just glad that we have uh, that you brought this game on because it's one I I really like too. So, thanks for doing this. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. I, this is this is so fun. Absolutely. Um, and on your way out today, I know we plug stuff up top, but what do you want to plug uh, for the listener on the way out? Where can people find you? Yes. Um, uh, come to UCB Herald Night. Um, on Monday, we have we have a couple weeks left. <laughs> yeah, at least one show after this episode releases. <laughs> at least one episode. Uh, do you um, know when our last one is? Uh, I don't. I want to say it's like yeah. the second week of February. Yeah, that Something sounds like right. That. Okay, so you got a chance. So we got we got a chance. Um, come to indie wild indie nights uh, the second Sunday, also for the next three months. Uh, but it's really funny because one of our shows is the Super Bowl, and then one of them is Easter. So <laughs> no way, we have the Super Bowl one together. <laughs> yes, yes, but it's at ten. Yes. So I mean, like you know, it's at it's at you 10 can sober up. Night. So like, <laughs> you can, yeah, I will probably be drinking all day. So it, it'll be it'll be great. Um, and then yeah. You can follow me on. Um, I'm looking at my Instagram handle. It's uh, Allison.Grace.Phillips. Um, awesome. Yeah. Killer. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, close this out with some plugs of my own. Uh, the show art for Call Me by Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find Glenn and his other great work on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J A Y. Uh, we are, of course, uh, on Discord. We have a Discord for our whole network for Super NPC Radio. So if you'd like to be a part of that conversation, feel free to DM the show or check the link in the show notes. Um, it's been so wonderful to like talk with uh, the people who listen to the show and our groups who are participate. Um, but yeah, you can check us out on Discord. Um, there is uh, the social media, of course. Uh, there's links for our Instagram, our Twitter, and I recently started a TikTok where I'm doing the game recommendations every week. I forgot to do it this last week, so I'm off to a great start. Um, you can also check us out. Uh, check out uh, Video Games a Comedy Show, which is uh, uh, done by the producer of this show, Jeremy Schmidt. Um, wherever you get your podcasts, I'm on social media, Connor underscore McCabe. On Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. And lastly, I'll remind you to check out our Patreon. We're over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio, uh, where again, we have a bunch of bonus uh, video game podcasts that come to you every week, at least two things a week, uh, which is, which is great. For example, right now we are doing our super Mario 64 games club where every Friday we're releasing an episode, uh, where a panel of us are going through the game, in a book club style format, uh, uh, literally star by star and talking about it. So if you like Super Mario 64, uh, I'd encourage you to subscribe at our $10 DJ Toad tier where most people do subscribe and uh, be along for that ride. Where I think by the time this comes out, we'll have three episodes out uh, with a tw- total of 12 to come your way. Um, and yeah, there's a link to that in the show notes. And I just want to thank our newest patrons because we have a few since the last time we recorded. Um, thank you so much uh, to Jack Brooks and Michael Fleming for subscribing to the Patreon and to everyone who does that. Um, well, I guess I'm done with all my thousand plugs. That'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. Bye.